Ready? Go. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels. Pernell, what did you do? I, hey, what? I, do I did what he now? Um, there's something wrong with the show. Wrong show is or if we jizz? Well, okay, hold on. Let me let me take let me take the cartridge out and, and um let me just blow on it, okay? Alright, here we go. Let me, let me let me try that again. Ready? Ready? God. Well, they always said that makes it worse, so right, I don't know right. why you tried. All right, let, let, me, let me try it from the mixtape side. Ready? Oh, gosh, come on. It's <laughs> great. All right, let me, let, me try, let me try this one more time. Okay, here we go. Wait, this is the wrong, this is the wrong no, show. No, no, this is the right show. We put that right. I love the power glove. It's so big. Are we watching a movie? Should we be? Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves off her, pal. Wonder Years, what's going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> you made this. This is not the Wonder Years. <laughs> you made that. I know. You know what the dang Wonder Years is messing you, with me. You know, I'm just, I'm just call Fred. I just call my my good friend Freddy Savage, <laughs> Mr. Wonder Years. Welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, episode twelve dash. 11? I don't know how this is going to fit into the canon of the show. 12-missing, no. There you go. <laughs> this is a missing number episode. This is a video game music podcast where we listen to great video game music from all generations and all consoles. And we, uh, we pick a topic every week and we have fun choosing music for it. This week, this was suggested by a few people, wasn't it? Actually, in this case, I actually don't think it was. This was something we kind of sat around and thought up. And you never even, we didn't even do our names. This is truly a glitched episode. Yeah, this is super glitched. Because you, like, we, we, like didn't do, we didn't even do the named intro. But, uh. No, yeah. Okay, my name is Rob Nichols. Enon, I'm Liam Rett. That's knocking out for I forgot to put your name in backwards. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, it was? Liam Rett. No, I love it. I love it like he already knew that right away. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I had to, I had to know. Um, hey, we're your hosts. I've been glitched before. <laughs> but um, if you haven't guessed already, yes. <laughs> the episode theme for today is glitched. Glitched episode or glitched whatever. Um, Rob and I had talked about this idea for a while now, primarily because of the idea for next week's episode, which we're not going to say. But it made sense to make this a pretty interesting one to lead up to that. So, yeah, we had an email from, was it Tim Hendrickson? Tim Hendrickson? Yeah, Tim wrote in, because we had totally forgotten about it. We made this, we thought about this months and months ago. And we might have mentioned it on the show, and he was like, hey, you guys should do that. You're coming up on it. And I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We can't, we have to do it now. And it falls on the live stream, which is perfect. And also, fun thing about this live stream, though, I'm not sure how well it's going to play out because I'm actually more into the live stream than what I'm doing here, but I am trying to play through Mega Man 4 to oh, see is that how far what's going I can on? get. Yeah, I'm trying to see how far I can get while recording the podcast and doing the usual bit. So, <laughs> all these things. So, it comes down to, hey, Pernod, what are you playing? I'm like, I'm playing Mega Man 4. <laughs> I'm failing at it. <laughs> but, uh,. But yeah, like we already had the idea in mind, so it was pretty cool that Tim reminded us so we could actually keep track of it and get things done. So which means we actually have good episode topics in mind for like the next month at oh, least yeah, already. Absolutely. Yeah, Wicked Sephiroth, he came through, my man, and we've got some other great topics. Um, but we've got some stuff on deck that we wanted to, to, to tackle. Um, they yeah, had an interesting no, I, question too, by the way. What's up, what's up? So usually we have our method of choosing who goes first, but since we're this is not numbered... 
we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do. Um, I'll tell you what. We're gonna we're gonna flip a coin. Oh, I can right. do. You hold on. Let me find a coin. Okay. Keep talking. So, the, I'm playing this game. Oh, tell um, me, tell me about Mega Man Four. Where are you? I'm. I just started the game, so I picked my first boss level. It's Toad Man stage because he is the one you want to take out first. He's the easiest boss. He is also. His level is the easiest. Yeah, he's a toad, and toads are just awful. Stupid. I say, oh my, can I love toads? But anyway. All right, here we go. Um, I don't have a coin. I have an iPod shuffle that no longer works, which makes me very sad. So you're going to flip the iPod shuffle? I'm going to flip the iPod shuffle. Do you want um, heads or tails? Ready? Call it in the air. Dial side up. Oh, that's you, my friend. Yes. All right. So that means I'm picking first. Yeah, not only is this super glitched. On who goes first, it's super glitched in that I can't find a coin. <laughs> money is money is an object that we can't locate This somehow. is a messed up episode, everybody. And we planned it that way. That's Absolutely. Right. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, yeah, why don't you kick us off and, and let's talk about, you know, life and girls and... Oh, boy. I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to hear my situation with girls. And again, it could be funny. You talk about whatever you want. Uh, well, this particular track, the first one I'm going to go with, is maybe not so much a, tr- a glitch, mm. but it made me think something was glitched when I first heard it. Oh, cool. And we'll see if you ended up doing it, because I was like, I wrote you. I was like, do this. Oh, I was like, no, I did. I did. Okay, cool. So in this case, what you're going to hear now is the hotel theme from the game Earthbound, composed by some awesome gents, Kenichi Suzuki and Hiroshi Tamaka. Let's go. back you're listening to i don't know what you're listening to let's just go with the hotel jam from <laughs> earthbound composed by kichi suzuki and hirokazu tanaka yeah uh, hip, yeah i guess that's hip tanaka hip tanaka yeah so this is enjoy your stay which was the first weird bit and then the heartless hotel 
Yeah, the Heartless Hotel is what comes up later, because what ends up happening is, in the game, whenever you stop at a hotel to stay the night, you ultimately hear the second track that played, which is just, Welcome to the hotel. This is nice and classy. Have a nice sleep. Whatever. But then the other one... Later on in the game, there's a point where you go to a town called Threed. Threed is a zombie town. Or rather, a town that's currently infested with zombies. So, it's kind of got an eerie atmosphere to begin with, but when you go to the hotel in this town, that jingle is actually playing in the background. (laughs) And you don't expect it, you don't see it coming, and you kind of think your game is broken. So, it's... I think it's actually really... Like, it's really interesting because... When they program these sounds in the game, right? Like they sequence the notes at different pitches. They can pitch bend them. They can do different things. He actually took the entire piece, like because you can't just like, like 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 a tape reel and slow it down. You know, like all of the notes are pre like positioned. Mm-hmm. So he actually took all of the notes and pitched them all over the place and changed the tempo like in the actual sound file for the game that's really it's really it's that's ingenious you know, it's, super, that's it's super super clever because because there wasn't any pre-recorded music in the game you know mm-hmm. and also there was no um, uh, percussion now the, the percussion's in the actual track it's just that's really cool man it's such an awesome track for an awesome game mm-hmm. and when we thought about the idea of doing glitch a glitched episode was this, that, was this the one that came up in your head it definitely came up almost immediately I was like well this isn't a glitch track, but you bet your behind that when you first heard it, you probably thought your game was acting up. Yeah. Which is kind of just as good. So. No, I like that. I like that. And also, it's one of my favorite games. So. All right. So, my tracks are kind of all over the, the place of what should, like, you know, is the game glitchy or is it a glitch part of the game or is the song just sound that way? Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is a game which I love, but is super glitchy. And this section of the game, in particular, has some really fun glitches that you can abuse and do some crazy things with. I am talking, of course, about... E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Battletoads. That awful, awful game. Battletoads for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Are you system. trying to traumatize me this episode? No. Because we have... <laughs> no, for now. <laughs> no, for now. I don't know what to make of it anymore. No, real, for real. Um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, uh, the Turbo Tunnel. Oh. Battletoads. Now, now you really are trying to trump time. This song is awesome. The level is not. The level is not so much, and there's a lot of weird glitches in it. So, But I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that um, <laughs> after the track. The track is amazing. It's by David Wise. I think it's one of David Wise's... Wise's? Wise's? David soundtracks. I think it's a great soundtrack on the NES. It sounds awesome. It gets you pumped. It gets you ready for some really bad game. Let's go for it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I say that, but I actually love this game. Battletoads. Turbo Tunnel. 50% of the show loves it. <laughs> 50% of the show. No, I know. I think Elvis. Elvis is on my side. Mm-hmm. No, he's just sleeping.
Oh, man. All right, you are listening to the Turbo Tunnel from Battletoads for the Nintendo Entertainment System. A.K.A. why I should probably hate Rare, but I don't. You don't. It's uh, composed by David Wise. Um, this game has so many graphical elements, um, and it's loading so much into memory at one time that it has issues swapping tiles, and it has issues keeping track as keeping tracks of where sprites and where and where um, where where collisions between the sprites are happening. That so, actually explains a lot, actually, because yeah, I well, it's not a secret. I hate this game with a passion, but uh, the Turbo Tunnel, especially. Like, there were moments where you'd be in that level making those impossible, ridiculous jumps, and you would jump through the floor. Yes. Like, just pass right through it, and you can't figure out why. Apparently, I guess, according to what you just said, it's because games are just programmed that way. Yeah, it's just there wasn't a whole lot of memory to work with. It wasn't programmed maybe super great, but I think it's just a fantastic, like... It's a fantastic example of, of pushing the Nintendo hardware like really, really further to furthest to its limits. Pushed it to the limits. So I got interested in speedrunning this game because I watched um, this this guy called the Mexican Runner mm-hmm. um, on uh, one of the awesome games done quick. Um, just recently in 2018, if this episode is listening, if you're in, if you're if you're in the future listening to this in the past, um, he did this whole section blindfolded, which is insane. I can. I ain't gonna lie. I can kind of see it, mainly because of the fact that when you're doing the level from a normal perspective, yeah. you're going to die a lot. So, and what that means is, yeah. mem- muscle memory will likely come just by virtue oh, of just having to repeat 100%. it over and over again. But that, that's what isn't what got me interested in, in speedrunning this. It was back in like 2015 or 2014. Um, so if you tap forward, forward, right, mm-hmm. the game is buffering your inputs to know when you double tap inputs and you do a dash you know the dash right mm-hmm. if you jump on the it's on the same frame on that second input where you dash mm-hmm. you don't just do a normal jump you do a super jump because your dash carries through the jump as long as you hold the jump button so now the game is not prepared for you to go that fast and that far so at the end of the turbo tunnel when you're about to jump on the bike when you go through that checkpoint you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that's when the game knows if you die you start back there Okay. okay. But, but if you before you get on the bike, if you super jump farther than the game wants you to over the bike, <laughs> what? You 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 bypass the checkpoint. You go over the bike. It pops you on the bike, and then you, and if you die immediately after doing that, the game doesn't know where to put you. So, so what does it, it do? It glitches out, and it glitches and it glitches and it glitches, and it'll either soft lock the game because like all of the code gets screwed up, or the last piece whatever the last like hexadecimal code of, of wherever you died is where it drops you off in the game and it can be the very end of the game it could be the next stage holy it, it could be three stages later if you do it precisely perfect every time you can you do skip like four stages see now that sounds awesome so it i've makes only want to try that i've only performed that i've only gotten it to work twice and each time i soft locked the game but <laughs> i was like it's just a, it's just a weird glitch because when it happens like you, your guy falls through the ceiling and then it's like boom 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 and it makes crazy noises um, so yeah, that's 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 my story of the Battletoads glitch. I hate that game, but I like that story. <laughs> see, now I kind of want to try something. And because like of that. this music, this is my favorite stage. Well, I can see that too because yeah. I think this is the music in the game is is superb. Like, really I can't is. deny it's that. Super cool. It's got good jams to it, especially that pause screen. The pause screen's great. The um, the snow level has awesome music. If anybody is listening to this show and is seriously interested in watching me be pissed off about this game. <laughs> Um, this yep. was an episode of Pernell and Matt Play Games, one of our earliest ones, actually. It's on YouTube, and 
even though it was worth mentioning is the fact that we had to record the same episode twice because the recording glitched or rather um yeah there was an issue with the recording process so we had to record it twice because we had to play a game i did not like two times in a row it was not fun but it's entertaining to watch because i wasn't having fun it's interesting in its own way so just worth mentioning i think it was fun watching you <laughs> all right so your next track Okie dokie. Well, I, oh, first of all, let me get a let me get a, a, a update. Where are you now? I've beaten three bosses in Mega Man Four. Yes, I'm, I'm on <laughs> Ringman stage now, and I don't think I'm going to beat the game before the, end of the episode. But I can see myself getting to the end of Cossack maybe, hmm. or Doctor Cossack's environment, which would be good enough for me, honestly. For now, yes. What what's what's your next track? Oh yeah, the jingles. What's I'm, I'm seeing it through the. Uh, through the distortion, it's coming through the static. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is, like, I have a feel. I think I sent two tracks, like I tend to do. So I was going to inquire about which one do you think I should go with? Would you go with modern or, cl- or more classic? Um, I don't know. I really, I really like. I think the modern track. I'm gonna guess. I'm hoping it's what. I'm hoping it's what it is. Okay. Well, we're going with the modern track then, which is from Digimon, actually. Oh, okay. I did not did not see that coming. Wow. <laughs> How did you not? The other game is from the Genesis. <laughs> well, we're going with it anyway. Maybe the Genesis track can be the closer or something. But um, um this is from um the game Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, and the title is well, I didn't write that down. Glitch. But um, a cyber-like enclosed space. Thank you, friend. Is the name of the track. You are my hero. From the game Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> Digimon, <laughs> and it's composed by Masafumi Takeda. Awesome.
Welcome back. You're listening to a cyber-like enclosed space from the game Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, composed by Masafumi Takeda, who you might know as the guy that does the music for the Danganronpa games, too. Oh, I thought that name looked sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah. So this man is awesome. Like, I haven't heard his... I, did, I'm sorry. Um, I would say that Danganronpa was the first I heard of him, but his compositions and whatnot have kind of cemented in my head now. He's a favorite of mine. Awesome stuff. Now, this track might not sound very glitchy. You'd be right. It does not. And it's not. But, similar to what you mentioned before, I chose this more so for theme than for sound. So, in this game, the idea is that you are a hacker in in the human world, and in this world, you can also go into the cybernet or the internet, rather, and explore because, yeah, that makes freaking sense. So, <laughs> something it's like happens... It's one of those things where it's like, it's like 1990s internet, where it's like a real place and you go into it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that yeah. like the, the future is well beyond what it actually became. Yeah. And uh, what ends up happening is something weird occurs and you kind of die in the internet and your data becomes... You, you become living data. So you can jump between the internet and the real world as an actual person. And it's an interesting game because without going into specifics, the world eventually starts to glitch out and kind of merge together. Hence the glitchy aspect of the game, because sometimes the world, your character has to exploit real world glitches and has to deal with the fact that the world is experiencing glitches and interacting with things in real time, like Digimon become real people. It's just bizarre crap, but it's a great game, and I love the tech techy sound that comes from all the jams that come from it. So they all, do they all have like this kind of like feel to it or this kind of sound to it? Yes, like it's just a genuinely solid OST from a game that I didn't expect to be good. But holy crap, is it really, really good. So you didn't really know about Digimon going into this, right? I knew about it because of well, the I mean, TV you, show. You knew about it, but you weren't like super into it, right? Yeah, like I didn't know about all their names. Like who's who's that you know, big mouth dinosaur? Or what's that guy? Claw Cat. And that guy, Five Winged Dragon, you know, because that just—that's what their names were. Right, to me. right. That's all that was necessary. But now I know some of their names because, whereas, it's an interesting exercise in learning the difference between, like, you know, quality name construction, so you can actually understand what they come from. So you think about, um, like Pokemon, right? What are the, what is the left, the three evolutions of the Fire Dragon from the first game? There is Charmander. Okay. And then there's something, and then there's Charizard. Okay, see, you haven't played Pokemon in ages. You at least remember two of those. I know. I haven't played Pokemon since I was in college, and that was when Pokemon Red first came out. There you go. Wow. There's something about, to me, I feel like Nintendo, or Game Freak, rather, did a great job with naming those guys because you can cut their names stick with you just from using the playing the game. It's just something about the names, and they kind of hang around. Whereas in Digimon... The names are kind of all over the place. I'm sure they have meaning. It's just I think they still maybe they're like more so Japanese like translations, but more direct. But you know, Agumon and Mechagugumon. My brother used to make fun of all <laughs> the names. Like we don't know what the heck these names are. Razutazumon. I'll tell you this. I remember like the, the Pokemon theme song. I thought it was like super cheesy, but it was fun. It worked, right? Yeah. But it, then I then I heard the Digimon song. And the, for the cartoon, it was way cheesy, and I was like, "Whoa, Digimon! Like, who who signed monsters. off on this? <laughs> Digimon are the champions." Someone was like, "You know how it should go? It should it should go something like..." And they're like, "Okay, okay." We should just a say week th- later they couldn't figure out a song, and so they were like, 
I got it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Simpsons clip. Bring that guy back. Something, something like Poochie, but <laughs> yeah. razzle dazzle. <laughs> That's what I see. Call, call Poochie? Yeah, sounds good to me. But like, yeah, it's Digimon. The gameplay is awesome. The music is awesome. The Digimon names make no bloody sense, and they're impossible to remember all of them for. But also, there's awesome in the customization of these games. So like, think about Pokemon, how... When you raise a Pokemon, it levels up and eventually becomes its final form or whatever. And yeah, you can do egg moves for breeding and whatnot, but that's pretty much the best you got. Digimon, you can level it up, evolve it, then devolve it, and just constantly <laughs> jump between evolution trees. So now you can pretty much get any skill on any Digimon that so you, you want. That's kind of like effort. a glitch then on its own. Oh, yeah. Because right, you're like, okay, you're doing this. Nope, we're going to swap that out and do this. And no, no, I don't like you this way now. Let's take this part off and do something else. It's freaking ridiculous. I tell you what, it is very ridiculous. But I love it. And this is me, for the most part, recommending this on the show for people to play. It's Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. It's dirt cheap nowadays, hmm. so... What, what system is this for? PS4. PS4. All right. I have a PC game for you. What do you say lets Naomi get meta? Meta Man 4? We're getting super meta. No, this is a game, and I'll explain it later, unless you already know about it. But it's for PC, and it's called Pony Island. No. Composed by Jonas Stencil. Pony Island for the PC, composed by Jonas Stencil, and this track is called Louis Playhouse. I'm looking forward to hearing what the heck this is about.
listening to Louis' Playhouse from the game Pony Island for the PC, composed by Jonas Sensel. All right, Pernell, what do you know about Pony Island? <laughs> I know there's a Pony Island in Pokemon. No, I didn't know that. P-O-N-I, though. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Pony Island, like an actual pony. Mm. Um, this came out two years ago on the PC. It's I can't explain a whole lot of it without giving too much of it away. <laughs> there's actually something to it that needs to be kept secret? Yes. It's an island of ponies. Yes. So the game is okay. So it's it's a meta game in which it emul it looks like an old school arcade game where it's like it kind of emulates like the CRT TV and stuff. You can kind of like see your face or whatever like in the screen, and it's like a stupid, really silly game with a pony, and you press a button to make them jump over like obstacles and stuff. Okay. But the menus keep glitching out, and if you start clicking on different parts of the menu, the menu items change. Weird. And then the game changes. And then the game gets really weird. And then there's messages in the game. And it just keeps going and going and going. And there's a game behind a game behind a game. And there's someone trapped in this world. And it's crazy. And, and the whole and the, and this, the whole soundtrack is, is awesome. It's, so you're basically playing a game, but you rented Reds. You're trying to save someone from inside the game. Yeah. Or escape something? Question mark? Dun, it's, dun, dun. But it's uh, it's just called Pony Island. And I, I couldn't remember the name of it. And so I'm at work. I'm Googling, like, weird game with unicorns. Um, <laughs> gl- game about glitches with horses. And then uh, somehow... It came up. I finally came back to it. And the soundtrack is really good. So uh, Jonah Sensel, excellent job. I like your style. Mm. Honestly, I like the style, too. I'm not sure if I'm going to get down with Islands of the Isle of Ponies. Yeah, but I can get down with this jam. It's a little, it's a little point and clicky, but it's just more of like the experience. It's like a very short, short thing. Kind of like how I need to get down with Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like that, where it's like very meta. It like kind of knows you're playing, and it kind of plays tricks on you. This game, it, it just plays tricks on you the whole time. It's crazy. So yeah, um, but I probably just gave all of it away. But that's essentially what it is, so that you would want to play a game called Pony Island. The ponies. Actually, honestly, I would just play a game called Pony Island. When we, when Christy and I um, first moved in together, she, well, my wife has always, Christy, has always been really into horseback riding. It's just been a part of her life for ages. But it's not My Little Pony. But And she wanted to find um, video games related to horseback riding. And there's not a whole lot out there that's just straight up like horse racing. There's a lot of horse racing games. So we, we found some for the PS2 and we just tried them all did not like them <laughs> <laughs> but did you introduce her to pony island no no this this is newer this is newer i mean we moved in together ages ago so true but i mean like there's always time for more yeah actually we might, we might enjoy this one although she's she hates this kind of music I but mean, she likes ponies but she loves ponies so there you go honestly i kind of like ponies too but that's because they remind me of dogs well i'm not gonna <laughs> knock it <laughs> really big dogs. let's be blunt by the way there's nothing wrong with ponies because they're freaking awesome i can't afford a pony but if someone say, hey, dude, want to hang out with this pony and pet it for a bit? I'm not going to say no to that. You'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Honestly, I will also say there's something. I, there's like a photo of me on the internet right now where like <laughs> I went to like a horse stable behind a college yeah, a couple that's, that's months not, ago. That's not a good place for a story to start. There's a photo of me on the internet. <laughs> this is I true. was at a college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sound like Roddy Dangerfield. That was Johnny Bravo wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like uh, I went to, we came across a stable and there was like just a bunch of horses out because they were mucking the stalls and whatnot. I just yeah. walked up to a horse and just looked at it. Horse looked at me. 
And it's just, we just had like a staring <laughs> contest. Like, I wait for the horse to do something. He may have been waiting for me to do something. But I looked over at my friends, like, this is what horses do? Yeah. Do they just play, do they just, you know, they, do they basically play chicken with the visual chicken or something? Well, they um, they get interested in things, you know, and like they have a whole emotional life and, and they get, um, I don't know, they're just very interesting. You can see them trying to figure things out and like trying to figure out what you want and what to do. To me, that's awesome. I just can't afford one. Nor will I ever try to ride one because I I, don't, I like my body the way it is, fully yeah. constructed. Yeah, I like my body the way it is too. Parts of it constructed the way it needs to be. <laughs> well, that, well, don't go with parts of it because then you're going to start getting me talking about my freaking lack of hair. Oh, no. I'm not going to have that discussion again. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> Alex the Messenger with his <laughs> nice, well-timed barbershop visits. I ate everything. <laughs> That's so rough. So Alex brings up the uh, the episode where Lisa gets a pony and Homer has to work nights, mucking the stalls. Muck in the stalls. But uh, but yeah, no, um, you know, kids they will work at stables nearby here too, so that they can have lessons that, and go riding. That episode did end with one of my Lisa, favorite all I'm lines in the show, though. Lisa should have gotten a job. When, 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 like, when Homer finally quits the Quickie Mart. Yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> there goes the best Blake employee the Quickie Mart has ever had. <laughs> it was so great. I, I just, can't remember all the lines he used, but he was like, he slept, uh, he slept on the job, ate from the tell, <laughs> stole money. <laughs> there goes the best Quickie Mart employee. It was so I forgot good. that was that one. Man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Such a good show. Mm. I still want to have a nice Simpsons marathon. Mm. Maybe we'll have like a fake rhythm and pencils, pickles up to like Simpsons. Yeah, we'll just do and Simpsons. We'll just do Simpsons episodes and quotes and just go ridiculous with that. <laughs> All right. What's your, uh, what's, this is your third track, right? Yeah, it what, is. What is your third track? I'm sex. I want to do the, the Genesis track, but I feel like the other track that I have is more appropriate. Your Genesis this. track is insane. So we can hang on to that one. Yes. So this track is from the game We Love Katamari and it's titled. Blue Orb, composed by, let me see, actually the music <laughs> is by Tomoki Kanda, and the vocals and lyrics are done by Kahimi Kairi.
Welcome back. You've just been embraced by the blue orb from the game We Love Katamari, <laughs> composed by, well, rather, music is by Tomoki Kanda, and the vocals and lyrics are done by Kahimi Kairi. So I can't take full credit for this track because I had a bunch of tracks lined up, but a friend of mine suggested it, and friend Mike was like, hey, if you want a glitchy, glitchy track, you need to check this bad oh, boy uh, out. Uh, our, 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 our friend Mike, our mutual friend Mike. Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. So thanks. I listened to it. I was like, holy crap, this you is are really, so right. Yeah, I like this. Like, I, I think I'm going to go and, like, tomorrow while I'm at work, just listen to this whole soundtrack again. Yeah, Katamari games in general have had spectacular OSTs. The well, problem was just that, in my case, I didn't play a ton of the sequels. Yeah, me neither. I was going to say, like, I'm not familiar with the music and the sequels because I really only played the first one a whole lot. Yeah, because the first one was where it was at. Like yeah. that was when when the concept was new and fresh, and then all the sequels was like it's the same game. Yeah, and but that's... now the dad is being more of a jerk <laughs> to his son. It's funny. It's like I thought that's what I wanted. You know, I thought I wanted just more Katamari. Like I didn't, I didn't really want it to change. But in the end, it was like, no, nah, I think I got what I wanted. Yeah, I've experienced it all. I can just keep on doing Rolly Rolling Star on stage four on the original game, uh, and I'll be content. Yeah, but this music is awesome. I'm. This is so cool. This is like one of my like one of the m most interesting things I've heard on the show so far. Well, hopefully I gotta I gotta start doing some more diving on some jams then because maybe I can come up with some other stuff similar to this. I like it because there's a lot of games out there and a lot of music that I still need to get in touch with. So definitely glitchy. So good glitchy. Mm. It's interesting. I always thought there would be more glitches in this game because the way you run into objects and run over objects and collect things and there, but there's still boundaries you know mm -hmm. like I always thought like there'd be like weird glitches where you got trapped in things or maybe you got stuck in, you maybe you like glitched through a wall or got stuck somewhere but like, it was really rare that I ever got like actually stuck anywhere in this game one thing I actually makes me sad just kind of hit me just now so this episode is about uh, basically the theme is glitches yes but I can't really recall any big glitches in games I've experienced mm. I remember when I was really young playing Super Mario Brothers 3 mm -hmm. and you know like you, like if you play two player and you're just a kid it takes forever right you're just playing you're playing all day long um, so that's what you do and I think we went to the bathroom or we went to, to dinner and we came back and something went wrong with the game and all of a sudden like we had like a billion of those little um, uh, the little uh, P wings mm -hmm. we had like a ton of them Wow. In the inventory for no reason. And I was like, why is that? Um, oh, actually, Wicked Sephiroth commented on a, suggesting a track that he liked. Yes, yeah. a great track to like because I also liked it. I'm gonna, do you remember You Are You Are Smart? Yes, actually. You are smart. I think I played a remix of that um, on a previous episode because it was part of like a compilation. And yeah, it's really cool. That, yeah, but I like that because it does sound like really glitchy. Like, you are smart. So, um, are you going to fight Dr. Kasek? I'm not sure if I'm going to get to him by the end of this episode, but I am in his castle right now. I am on the second stage of Kosek Castle. I am making good progress. I'm playing a little bit recklessly, though, for sure, too, because I'm like, I just want to get there as fast as I can, so I'm skipping certain stuff, and I'm not dodging like I could and just taking, doing some battle of attrition. But I'm plugging forward. You've been playing for less than an hour, which is impressive. Making the moves, man. Making big moves. Big part of it, though, is just the fact that we're talking about Mega Man 4 for those who may have forgotten. Like, <laughs> the Mega Buster, which was introduced in Mega Man 4, is extremely overpowered. 
In fact, I think they toned it down in future games. Oh, this is the, the charge. The charge up. Yeah, the charge up yeah. shot. It's really overpowered. It almost makes boss weapons useless or well, ne well, unnecessary. Yeah, it's like now you have to use it. But then like you use it and it kind of gets rid of some of the music in the game. Yeah, that... Yeah, it takes over sound. some of the sound, sound channels. I'm not a fan of that charge shot sound. And that's the one thing I'm surprised they never did over all the course of the game. They never... They didn't just think to get rid of the sound. Hmm. You would think it would have made sense for them to do, but... Yeah. Lo and behold, they did not they did think not. that. They, the music kept improving. And oh, yeah. Love or hate the future games, the music in them was... You can't deny good. that superb music. All right, so my final track is actually called Glitch. And oh. it's from the game Fez. So we're going to keep this nice and mellow, super relaxed, because this game is all about exploration and just taking your time composed by Disasterpiece. You can find this on Steam, Xbox 360, and a bunch of other places. This is um, also my cue to recommend people watch It Follows if they like movies. Yes, Disasterpiece did the soundtrack to that horror movie, which was awesome. Yes. Um, but now this is an actual room in the game that's just a huge glitched room, and I'll, I'll talk a bit about that and, and like what what's so crazy about it after the track. But this is called Glitch from the game Fez, composed by Disasterpiece.
we're back. You're hearing the track called Glitch from the game Fez, composed by Disasterpiece. I'm one of my favorite artists and one of my favorite games. So um, this game is all about exploration. Like you really only 100% the game when you discover all of the rooms. And this is a this is the glitch room. It's bizarre. So Fez has a 8-bit kind of aesthetic or a 16-bit kind of aesthetic where like all of the stages are built around like, you know, those 8-bit, I'm sorry, those 8 to 16 pixel tiles, right? Mm -hmm. And all of those tiles are formed together to form different backgrounds. At this stage of the game, except for where you're standing, the entire stage is every single tile from all over the game just flashing and like glitching out on on everywhere. Is it seizure inducing? Yeah, it's crazy looking. It's hard to look at and and often I think the game is going to crash because it can't handle it, but maybe that's just how it looks. But like every single tile on that stage is flashing between every single tile from all over the game and it's all over all over the place and so you're supposed to bounce around and hopefully find a platform to land on wow so from what i've read um after this stage was created they went off to disaster piece and, and he was like oh i got i know i know what to do and so this track is actually built from all of parts of all the songs from the rest of the game Oh. So he finished the whole soundtrack, and then he from he took all the parts of it and like spliced them together and did crazy stuff and made this. So basically, if the room yeah. was a glitch of everything from the game tile set wise, he's like, why not make the glitchy track something from every track in the game? Exactly, it's really neat. And so, I mean, if you haven't really you know played the game or you're not interested in it, uh, definitely check out this on YouTube because it's really cool looking. Um, after you beat the game, you earn the uh, the deal with it glasses, which allow you to see in 3D. So actually, you can actually go into like first-person mode. Oh wow! Which is which is really interesting in a, in a 2D game. Yeah, I guess a it kind of pretty much changes game. the entire perspective of what you were doing prior to. Well, the there, there are puzzles you can't solve unless you look at three dimensions and, and look at the floor. Oh, so it's pretty much like a new game plus sort of thing in it, that sense. Yeah, yeah, which is super cool because there's like parts in the game I'm like I I searched for hours wondering what to do with it until I got the glasses and then I knew what to do. But see, the games like that would be terrible for me then because I've played games thinking I can get everything from the moment I see no it, way. Yeah. and it kills me yeah, because I, had, I want to. I had no idea because then when it happened, I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" But if you go, if you take those 3D glasses, go back to this stage mm-hmm. and put them on, all of the tiles freeze, and you look out, and it's like looking into space, just scattered with just random cubes from all over the game. It's it's almost like it's almost kind of scary you know it looks like a void of just nothing but just like uh like the end of the world you know it's just it's cool it's this game is neat maybe one dot have to buggy to like boot up an old save file of the game assuming you oh no duh xbox uh, did i give that to you yeah that's why i was saying like <laughs> wait a minute you can't do that but I, i've thought about just buying it and playing it again i think it can no it's not on ps4 though that's the problem you'd have to buy another xbox or, or borrow it, on, it back do it on steam that is true. I guess it is on Steam, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to turn this track down. Actually, the track just killed itself. Why do you think about that? The, 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 the podcast is about to softlock. Don't go up. Don't eat chips on the microphone. <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot. This is not between sex. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but swallow that chip fast, Purnell, because it's time for the bonus round. Bonus <laughs> round. Bonus round. The bonus round. Round bonus. <laughs> the bonus round is the part of our show where we play covers and remixes and arrangements based on our theme. And this theme is all about glitches and, and, and issues with video games that we did not expect to happen. 
And um, as we've decided with the coin toss using the iPod shuffle. <laughs> the shuffle toss. What did you choose? Well, funny enough, I had one track in mind. It turned out being to be a track that we'd actually had on a previous episode. So no dice. <laughs> but I did go with another track that I was unexpectedly enjoying, which is a remix from the game Yoshi Story. Glitch Hop Mix, composed by Tinkitsune mm -hmm. from the Game Chops label. See, that was the worst attempt at the Yoshi <clears throat> squat sound I've ever done. I, but I, anyway. Is that what it's called, the squat sound? I just called it that. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most dancing I've done on, on, a, on a track. Well, because it's a dancey, glitch-hoppy track. I like that. Tenkitsune, good job. I concur. I love this track. I am massively glad that I doubled down because it gave me an excuse to play this awesome number. Mm. So you just heard the Yoshi Story Glitch Hop Mix track. Composed by Kitsune off the Game Chops album. Yoshi Story and I, I don't know, it's hard to say with that game. I didn't like it that much only because of the way they designed the um, the way you clear stages. Yeah. It's a very weird concept of gameplay. But 
aesthetically, it is a very beautiful game. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's it's amazing. It's it looks beautiful, and for being on the Super Nintendo. No, 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 no. That's Super. Yoshi's Story was on the uh, N64. Oh, what am I thinking of? You're thinking about Mario Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's, which is Island. also awesome because of the power of morphination. Then I don't know what Yoshi's Story is. Yoshi's Story, I can bring it up to you. So Yoshi's Story was uh, on the N64, and the way they designed it was there were six worlds. Each world had four levels. Okay. You could only go to one of the levels within the world per play session. And what ended up happening was when you went to a level, there was no ending. The levels looped. And the goal was to eat 30 pieces of fruit. Okay. Some fruit was more rare than others, and those rare pieces of fruit were worth more points. So it was a high-scoring game of getting the most expensive fruit and only the most expensive fruit right. in your gullet. And not finishing the stage until you've... Are you sure you've collected all the all the the high scoring fruit? Well, that's what I mean. The way there was no ending, so what ended up happening was once you ate thirty pieces of fruit, the level ended immediately. Well, that's what I mean. Like you don't you don't eat all thirty pieces of fruit unless you're sure all thirty pieces are the most valuable, high, yep. most valuable. Thirty watermelons, the MVF, mm-hmm. most, <laughs> most valuable fruit, most valuable fruit, and how? But it it. It, I feel like it could have worked in a game where I wasn't expecting what I was oh. expecting from a Yoshi game. Oh, that kind of reminds me of Wiz and Liz for the Genesis. They have a similar style of gameplay? Yeah, you just run around and the stage doesn't end until you've collected all the rabbits. I think it's rabbits. Someone can correct me on that. Anyway, that's got a soundtrack by Matt Oh, ah, I forgot about that. Uh, Wicked Sephiroth mentioned that if you do all the same fruit and certain, a specific level, like the secret levels, yeah. you can unlock the white and black Yoshis, and that was part of the part of the perk to actually going about doing it. Oh, okay. So yeah. there's un- unlockable Yoshis. Mm-hmm. Or is it, is it Yoshi or Yoshis? I think they're Yoshis. I think yeah. I think both works on. I've heard it both. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I was you were going to say that. All right, so this is definitely a glitch episode because you played the electronic hip hop sounding song, mm-hmm. and I'm about to play... Uh, rock track. What? Yes. Okay, this is weird. Okay, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work with me, okay? This is oh. from GoldenEye for the N64. I'll think about it. Which has one of my favorite glitches is when you go and you see someone coming at, coming at you, like another, uh, uh, like another NPC character, and you, mm-hmm. sh- you take the cartridge and you shift it and you shake it around, and then the person, <laughs> the character model freaks out. It's like legs and arms flying all over the screen. <laughs> Just um, That's a fun YouTube thing to do, um, to, to look up. It's, it's GoldenEye007N64, tilt the cartridge trick. So because of that, because that brings me so much joy, um, I'm playing a track from the group called Careless Juja, or Shusha, and this is called Golden Eyes. <laughs> Golden Eyes.
That was Golden Eyes from the game Golden Eye 007 for the N64, and that was arranged and uh, played. Composed, there was, you know, a bunch of people played their instruments together, and they had a good time. It was called Careless Juja or Careless Juja. That's Careless J U J A. The most jagus of the Juja. And that is from. You can get this on Bandcamp. It's called the Tribute Album 64, and it's like. 40 or 40 or almost 50 tracks of just N64 songs arranged and, and remixed and it's all really good. Have you got some uh some like uh, some of our favorites are on there. Lame Genie is on there. Um, we got to track him on this yeah, darn show, others. man. Um but yeah, so Careless Juja. I can't believe I've never seen these guys before and they're really good. They're really really good. They have some really fun uh, videos on YouTube. So we'll have them linked on the website rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to all the YouTube pages so you can check out the videos and their band camps and SoundClouds and everywhere where you can buy the music, support the artists, and enjoy it. All right, I want to thank you for joining us on our glitched out episode. Technically 12, 11, sort of. It's not, not the Minus World. The Minus World are episodes you'll never hear because we're too embarrassed to play them. No, Rob's too embarrassed <laughs> to play them. I'm all about the nonsense, baby. <laughs> no shame in my game. I'm all about getting wacky. Wacky tobacco. So I had fun choosing for this episode. I, I, I knew it was going to be hard, but then like I started thinking about it, and I was like, this is cool. I'm going to enjoy this. I agree. Originally, I thought it was going to be much tougher than it was, and I ended up with some carryover tracks. I could have used more than I could have had other tracks here that we didn't even pick today. So, yeah, me too. Could be glitched too. Maybe we come back to it. This time it's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sounded like Zoidberg. <laughs> so, if uh, if you like the show, if you want to get in contact with us, if you want to send us any track recommendations, if you yourself are a remix artist or um, have a video game music cover band, why don't you send us an email? At rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. Um, and if you'd like more information about our show, if you'd like a full track listing from every episode, access to every episode, and links to everything else that we do, such as pronounced game reviews, um, our 24 7 live radio of video game music on YouTube, all those links are everywhere are on our website, rhythmandpixels.com. And um, if you want to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places, it's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. Um, if you like the show, if you like what you're hearing and you want to support us, the best thing you can do is to share it with your friends, share it on Facebook, um, or just hit the subscribe button or, or, or like it wherever you're listening to the show. And No, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> I'm just you're on fire. Oh, fire. From downtown. <laughs> um, if you'd like to support us in a different way, with money go over to patreon.com slash rhythm and pixels uh we super appreciate it every dollar um and our patreon goes back into the show pays for um hosting costs it'll uh pay for new equipment it just does everything and we also like to thank all of our patreon subscribers at the end of the show so we want to thank number one number one alex the messenger thank you for joining us on the live stream tonight and, and who also recommended the game minute yes you're gonna, be, you're gonna play that, right? Oh, better believe it. Yes. I'm just glad somebody else guinea pigged it for once. Usually it's me. 
Um, we want to thank a new Patreon subscriber. Um, he's not not new, but he's kind of new. Uh, Brian Kunkel, thank you so much, so so much. Thank you for supporting the show. Um, we also want to thank um, Wicked Sephiroth. Also, thank you for for joining us on the stream. We want to thank OK Impala. Thank oh, you. I love thank that you, name, you. partly because yeah. I drive an Impala. That's right, you do drive an Impala now. I do. Well, thank you, OK Impala. We appreciate your support. He's also a new Patreon subscriber. Impala's we want to okay. thank uh, Carlos. I want to thank Morton Gangso, Henrik Anderson, Michael Bridgewater of the Forever Sound Version podcast, which they just he just did an entire focus on the game uh, Zool from the Nth Dimension. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a game I actually never got a chance to play. The whole episode is just music Speedy from Speedy Ninja Man. Check that out. Um, we also want to thank Brian Pitt, Chris Murray, Murray. and Daniel Smith. Thank you all. <laughs> Daniel Smith. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. You can, now you got to say his name, but like it grew with more grandeur. David Smith! I called him Daniel. <laughs> you called him. So hopefully what I did was a good enough remedy. David Smith. I apologize. Will you accept my apology, David Smith? Here's the hoping. Because and will you accept my hand in podcast marriage? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. It's a trap. I've already got a podcast husband. It's Elvis. Elvis, Elvis. loves you. Yeah, he's my buddy. He loves you. So yeah, um, also Patreon supporters. Um, every week, I'm sorry, every week, every month we do a live stream of the episode just for, exclusively for our Patreon subscribers, where we record the episode live, which is what we're doing tonight. Pranel, guess what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn this track off because I can't hear it anymore. But that's that's everything. Thank you, thank you everyone for listening to the show, for, for supporting it, all the nice words that you send us over email or Facebook. We, we read everything and it means a lot to us. I'm honestly sad right now because I thought I, was, I wanted to beat the game. Though I will admit, I got farther than I expected to. I got to yeah. So so let's 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 say this is like end of the episode. This is as far as we got. Yes, this is as far as I got. I am at the third level of Doctor Wily's castle. So I got through all eight robot masters. I got through all of Cossack Castle, and I got through over half of Doctor Wily's castle. So I'm gonna put this out there. Um, if I'm going to put this out at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to go back and record. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. If you're listening to this now, sorry that you missed it. But I'm going to go back before we release this episode. Right? I'm going to say, start playing Mega Man 4 when you listen to the show and see if you can beat Purnell. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> see if you can pull it off. So that's a challenge. So where did you get? Tell us. Let us know in the comments. Like, comment, and, and play Mega Man. But man, this is, I actually think this could be a fun little challenge to do on other episodes too. Just like, how far can I get in the game? Because, I mean, for those on the live stream and also you, do you feel as though I was a bit off my game by virtue of the fact that I was playing a DS game at the same time? Well, I missed my eye contact. Oh, that's a small price to pay for such awesome, <laughs> awesome, ga you know, gambles you did, here. You did talk a lot about Mega Man. Well, well, Mega Man deserves to be talked about. You can't talk enough about Mega Man. Well, anyway, anyway let's, just, let's just finish this up. Let's get out of here. Mega Man! Mega Man! <laughs> Mega Man! There may be a Mega Man or Mega Men on this game machine right now being played at present. Um, but this has been... You've been listening to the... Rhythm and Pixels video game. That was some Mega Man again. The Mega Man Music <laughs> Pod Mega That's Man. on you. <laughs> the Mega Music Man Mega Podcast. You've been listening to the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. Glitched episode spectacular. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Mega Man. Thank you all for listening. Have a great week. 
We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. And remember, ah, glitches. a good opportunity to use this one. So, obviously, people tend to think that, you know, you look around and you see people doing certain things and being a certain way, and you start to constantly kind of wonder, what is going on? Why is everything so different for those guys? There's something wrong with me that I'm not able to quite measure up to whatever they're doing. They seem to be doing everything right, and I'm not. You're not a glitch. You're not errored out. You just run on your own timeline, your own pace, and your own schedule. To heck with trying to keep up with the Joneses and trying to work with the proper programming or coding. Life isn't a program, and it's not meant to be run optimally. Well, it could be, but optimization is based on you, <laughs> the actual no, avatar in play here. So don't really worry about keeping up with others and being what other people are. Just be you and live your life to the best of your ability and have fun along the way. That's what it's all about. Truth is out there.